Hey, everybody, welcome to the Healthy and Thriving Relationships Podcast. We are Gordon and Tara Avery, a husband and wife team that is super passionate about healthy and thriving relationships. Everything from dating to marriage to faith to yourself, you know, we just want all of your relationships to flourish. So grab a cup of coffee, take a seat, and let's do this thing. Going. Already, do you have your coffee, listener? We have our coffee. It sounds so funny to say, listener. Yeah, are that you? Li- weird. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're like on an online like college course or something. Dear students, all I think of when you talk like that is like <laughs> Fraser. Oh my god! Like the radio, I'm he's listening. like a radio doctor guy. Oh my gosh! One of the seriously. If you've never seen Frasier, you need to go see Frasier. It is, um, I think it um, actually- By the ha- way, that's a TV show. Oh, yeah. T- <laughs> Seriously, people are like, who's Frasier? <laughs> How do I see Frasier? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm feeling old. It was a 90s show, um, sitcom. I, it's on Hulu, I believe. I th- yeah. Who knows? By the time like someone's listening to this, it might be, who knows where it'll be. Yeah. For, like yeah. those who things changing all the time. Who knows where streaming will be that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Fraser's incredible. In fact, it has the most. This is my plug, my shameless plug for, uh, I guess you can't call it shameless. Shameless is usually when you're promoting something for yourself, right? Well, anyways, okay. Side note. You're like, what are we talking about? Is I think it has more Emmy Awards than any TV show ever. Wow. More than Friends, uh, Seinfeld, all of those things. Wow. Um, and when we we watched for the like whole series sitcom? and we're like, this is, yeah, for sitcom. For sitcom. Like, this is incredible. So, yeah, anyways. it's a really fun one. I'd go check it out. <laughs> we but were anyways. not planning to talk about Frasier. No, um, we're planning on so talking incredible. about the awesome benefits of being single. <laughs> love lo- singleness, you guys. Oh, man, we loved singleness. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, let's just start out. Like, we really want to, like, our, I'm just going to read our tagline. Okay. So always do a tagline. I love this tagline. We're like we're like title people. We're like, hey, mm-hmm. what's the title of the episode? What's the tagline? Yeah, so give it to me, babe. The tagline is um, dispelling the stigma of singleness and embracing the incredible gift that it is. Ooh, that's a good one. It just yeah. looks like a book cover, like tagline. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, babe, you want to share with them why we decided to talk about singleness? Well, as you, you just said it, we both had... Um, when we think about our single days, we look back with like fondness. Yeah. Like, wow, you know what? That was actually really awesome. I had so many great memories in being single. Mm-hmm. And you know what I find is a lot of times there's almost this like, I feel ashamed that I'm single. And I want I, we want people to know like seriously, it changes – a lot of it is changing a mindset. Um. And when you change your mindset and you realize that there really are incredible, awesome benefits to being single. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so sometimes we, as, as Paul says, the apostle Paul is, um, if you want to change your life, you got to renew your mind. You got to change the way you think. And yeah. singleness is actually pretty incredible. And we said, well, let's take an episode just to talk about um, why being single is awesome. Yeah. I mean, because there's a stigma mm-hmm. around singleness. There really There's is. this thought of like, oh, your life hasn't started yet. <laughs> or something's wrong with you. 
Oh, yeah. Got that one a lot. What's wrong with that guy? Actually, people don't really like necessarily say that to you, but like, you know, everyone's kind of thinking it. Yeah. It's, yeah. They don't say it to you because yeah. that's like straight up rude. You but. just get the vibe that people think your life is like less than. Yeah. They're concerned for you. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like you're single. Um, yeah. And, and we, yeah, those, those bother us. Yes, they really do. We don't want you to feel that way in singleness. No, no. And we know what it's like. Trust me, we both had actually long periods of singleness and we've experienced that kind of stigma thrown our way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get it. We get that feeling. And, and we, I, I would say I had moments where I kind of started believing it too. Like maybe there is something wrong with me. Yeah. Um, and so I had moments of those as well. Um, but fortunately, um, you know, for whatever reason, I feel like as a godsend and, and people in my life, um, in our lives that really encouraged us is we realized that there actually is something awesome about being single um, and some things that are even better than being married. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I love being married. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's good awesome. to hear. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hmm, I'd be concerned if you weren't excited yeah. to be married. Um <laughs> Also, I'd say we've kind of completely lost like another kind of problem around singleness is that we've completely lost in translation really the definition of singleness according to the Bible. Mm, what do you mean by that? So when we think about singleness, like, yes, I want to be single because I think the misconception is like, well, the whole benefit of being single is that basically it gives us um, freedom from responsibility to do whatever the heck we want. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know the benefits of being single. Basically, so that I have less that I can be responsible for. It gives me freedom to do whatever the heck I want, whenever I want. And that's why singleness is great. Mm. Well, what's interesting is when we start diving into the Bible, um, it's like, yeah, that's that's not the Bible's definition of singleness mm-hmm. or the benefits of why it's awesome. And so there's a little bit of misconception. Like, oh, I'm single, but you're going on tons of dates. Right. Uh, not really single. You know, things like that. So we've kind of lost the translation. There's a stigma behind it. There's a lot of things. And so. Um, okay. So you're saying like when we say singleness. Yeah. We are meaning like that you're not in a romantic relationship mm-hmm. or pursuing a romantic relationship. Yeah. And I think that's the first step of. of Like untangling. Kind of like the solution of yeah. like how do we solve the singleness problem of stigma and or even feeling guilty or feeling lonely or not finding joy in it. Yeah. It's just what you said is realizing the definition of singleness is just what you said. You're not in a romantic relationship and you're not pursuing it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it really means to be single. Um, and so we need to realize though something about this. Kind of that first step is singleness really is a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out what like John Mark says in Loveology about singleness. So good from uh, John he Mark. He says... Homer. If you're in your 20s and single, the odds are people ask you all the time, are you dating anybody? Do you like anybody? Do you know anybody? (laughs) And people are well-meaning, but the subliminal message is, when are you going to get married and start life like the rest of us? Hmm. says, but life doesn't start when you get married. It Hmm. starts the second you fold your story into the larger kingdom and follow Jesus forward. And Jesus was single. So was Paul, the leading theologian in the New Testament. That's saying something. And both of these men see singleness as a gift. You know, that's that's a really good point that he makes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, I love that. Jesus is awesome. He's the example of what we're supposed to live. And we go, well, he was single. Mm-hmm. And he didn't seem to be like super like bummed out about it. Yeah, no. 
Uh, Paul was like the biggest proponent of singleness. I mean, he was like, listen, I think we should all be single. Like, this mm-hmm. is great. Like, you yeah. guys don't know what you're missing out on. Like, yeah. almost like he he almost had this tone of like, I feel sorry for anyone who's married. I mean, he really like pushed the idea of singleness and both Jesus and, and Paul, just like John Mark said, they said, yes, yeah, singleness is a gift. It cool. is a gift. Yeah, so then let's talk about some of the, the gifts or the benefits mm. of being single. Okay. Um, I think one, I can think of one right away. Okay. Um, is you just simply have more time to discover who God made you to be. Mm. That's mm. like one of my favorites because I yeah. really feel like in my season of singleness, I got that time. Yeah. And I got to experience um, just un, like complete devoted time to discovering who I was and yeah. what my purpose was, what my passions were. Mm-hmm. You know, where my identity was. Yeah. You know, and that was that was a time that was. I could have done that in marriage, but it would have been a lot harder. Yeah. Would you say it's really hard to truly dive in and really discover who God made you to be when you're um, in relationships, like dating uh, relationships? and Yeah, because when you're your focus isn't on relationships, mm. it's not on becoming more of who you are. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's really, really difficult to do this when you're constantly in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. Like a lot of time, it takes some alone time. This is the challenge of people um, not taking your singleness seriously and enjoying mm-hmm. that moment and letting God really um, speak to you about who he sees when he sees you. Right. Um, because it's it it takes a lot longer and it's a lot more difficult in relationships and in marriage. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're right. I love that, babe. That's such a awesome benefit about singleness. If you will like take advantage of that moment. Yeah. Um, I can think of another one. Okay. Um, is that like one of the benefits of being single is you honestly, you can invest in more friendships. Oh Yeah. So it, here's why this is the case. Um, we use this example. I can't remember what series we used it in, but people, human beings were like Legos. You know how like Lego pieces, they have like little connector points mm-hmm. and you're basically like connecting the connectors together. Yeah. Well, we're we're all like that. And every person has is a different size Lego. Some of us have a lot of connector points and others have less connector points. Right. And those connector points are our relationships, our friendships, particularly not acquaintances, but like deeper friendships, Mm -hmm. you know, where we're really more involved in those people's lives. And the thing is, once all of your connectors are filled up, they're filled up. Mm -hmm. And the only way to add a new connection is you have to remove one. Now, Mm -hmm. when you get married, you instantly have put your husband or wife, your spouse, in one of those connector points that will never go away. That's mm-hmm. the goal. Right. Is that they are now a forever connection that you must focus on, and it's taken up one of the spots. Now, that's an awesome benefit. It's really cool. Like, I'm so glad that you have taken up one of those spots, and I will never remove it, you know? <laughs> uh, and then you start having kids and all that stuff. Those are some really important connectors. Um, so the awesome benefit with singleness is you got a lot more open connections and there's something really, um, cool about that. Um, I mean, just think about this. You, you have more time to just like go out with friends. Oh yeah. I was Uh, going out all the time with friends. Yeah. I was so busy in my singleness. Yeah. And busy in a good way. Yeah. Like always hanging out with people, always, you know, even, even serving at church. I was like in every single like night of the week, I seemed Mm -hmm. like. 
was always at the church doing yeah. something with kids ministry usually. Totally. Um, and yeah, just got to hang out. I had a great like women's group that I was a part of. Mm-hmm. We were like mostly all single ladies. So, you know, yeah. we could, you just have more time. You can do more on the fly. Yeah, like, like last minute weekend getaways. Let's go to the yeah. beach today. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if you, hey, I got off work. Let's go. I mean, all nighters, you yeah. know, I mean, you really do. And when, remember, when we say single, what we mean is you're not in a romantic relationship, not dating. Yes. Um, that's not what we're talking. We're not talking about well, you're just not married yet. I mean, you truly are single. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's such a blast. I remember um, I would do NBC basketball camps, um, which is I think now like one of the largest overnight sports camps in the world started in 1970s um, by Fred Krull. Awesome. And I was a coach uh, for NBC camps and they were like overnight camps, you know, so a little different than just like day camps. They have day camps too, but I would take while I was single, you know, especially college and an entire summer being an NBC coach and I'm hanging out with tons of other, and I have like forever friendships with those coaches that we did these epic um i got flew flown all the way up to um like point hope alaska i've gone all over the world um with nbc that's so cool and i had that time i could just do it i was driving all over all summer long to different locations different camps and i was hanging out and getting to know all these awesome coaches and it really was awesome and that's something that once we got married it was a reality of, I can't just go do that. And the first couple of years of our marriage, we actually went and did some NBC camps together where you were like, hey, I'm just going to volunteer, help in the yeah. store, whatever I do. And so we got to do that. But the reality is I couldn't do what I used to do. And there are times, honestly, I'm like, wow, that was an awesome benefit. I'm so glad that I was single because I had the opportunity and that was a blast. And there are memories I will never forget and there are relationships that have been bonded and formed because of those times I yeah. got to spend that that's I will so cool. forever cherish. Yeah. And that's a really awesome benefit um, that, that I think. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another great benefit of singleness is you have freedom for more responsibility and opportunity. Mm. I like that word for. Yeah. It's freedom for more responsibility mm-hmm. and opportunity. W- w- what do you mean by that? Yeah, well, like as John Mark says again in Loveology, yeah, is um, for followers of Jesus, the point of singleness isn't freedom from responsibility; it's freedom for more responsibility. Wow. So, Paul, the point of singleness is to serve God in ways you can't if you're married. Wow, that is um, that's so true. Hey, you have more opportunity to serve, mm-hmm. and sometimes service takes more responsibility most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. And we have, let's be honest, we've gotten this one wrong in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked really wrong, especially yeah. when we try to take married people and treat them like um, like they're single. Hey, you're just going to be gone from your family all the time because mm-hmm. you're doing, quote, God's work. Right. Um, and really, Paul, actually, Paul, who is a proponent of singleness, has a lot to say about that. Yeah. He actually says, if you are married, you can't do what I'm doing. Right. Because um, in in, um, Peter, Apostle Peter says this too. He says like, if you, uh, 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 Peter says like, as a man, he's talking to husbands. He's saying, if you are not loving your wife well, 
And part of loving life, as we talk, loving is spending time with. You mm-hmm. can't love someone well if you never spend any time with them. Right. He actually says, if you're not loving your life well, God's not even. Your life? I'm sorry, your wife well. Oh, okay. sorry. I was like, your life? <laughs> if you are not loving your wife the way you're supposed to, he said, your prayers are bouncing off the ceilings. Right. Like, do this so that your prayers are not hindered. Mm-hmm. And what he means is like, that's essentially saying, God's not listening to those prayers. He's like, uh, you're not treating your wife well. That's my first concern. Or Paul says, like, don't even put, um, like he's talking about like a man being an overseer of the church or an elder. He said, don't even put him in that position if he can't take care of his own family. So if he's gone all the time, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like this is a benefit of singleness. Yeah, and some other opportunities that require more responsibility Mm -hmm. that I can think of um, to do when you're single is like go back to school. Oh, yeah. Or like start a business. Oh, Those sure. are both things that require lots of more responsibility. Yeah. Um, besides serving more, you yeah. know. Um, and then something that's just really a cool opportunity is like travel. Yeah. Travel, that's true. see the world, do some ex- cool experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, you just yeah. have the opportunity to say yes to more things. Absolutely. And you probably should say yes to more things during the season, as long as you remember this is a season. Yeah. Like this is what's benefit of a of singleness. Marriage, as we mentioned this before in this podcast, that marriage has its own benefits and it's beautiful. Um, and singleness has its own benefits. Yeah. Like and one so, of, oh, oh yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. One of my favorite adventures that I got to go on in my singleness was um, with an organization called YWAM, which mm. is like a mission organization. And I went to Australia and I just got to have like the best time in Australia for three months <laughs> learning and just spending time with friends yeah. and having a great time. And and then going to, you know, a third world country, which I'd never been to before and experiencing life in Bangladesh for yeah. another three wow. months and just serving the people there. And again, having fun and, you know, spending time with friends and mm-hmm. is great time. Yeah. I also, too, my favorite thing, um, other than NBC camp that I mentioned, all those years of doing that, being single, um, was going to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, So when I was going into my senior year of college, I remember feeling like I know that there's like this music thing in me and I feel like I'm not doing anything with it. I'm not giving it a shot or seeing if this is something God would want me to do. So I signed up and I like applied for this like study abroad program. Which was essentially like they took 30 students from around the country um, that were looking to go into the music industry. And half of us were going into as musicians, half were going as like more of the executive track, like learning mm-hmm. how to be a manager and producer and all those kind of things. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this would be incredible. I wonder if I could even get in. And I was surprised. I got in. Wow. And I went and I'm gone for four months. Now, if I had done what some of my other friends have, and they're totally happily married, by the way, but they got married pretty early on in college. And so that would not have been much of an option for me to go do that if I'm already married and probably shouldn't do that if I'm married, you know? Right. Um, And so I got to spend a four-month adventure really deciding and going, God, is this something that's a hobby music or is this something you have Mm -hmm. called me to do full-time? Yeah. And which leads to, and it was a blast. I will never forget that experience. It literally changed my life because it also answered the question, which I want to ask everyone listening to this. It answered the question, what has God really called me to do? Mm -hmm. And that's a question I would really ask 
everybody ask. That was a weird way of saying ask. <laughs> that just came out. I feel like I have random accents that come out from times. But okay. So that's the question I want to ask is what has God called you to do? What are your passions? And the term passion actually comes from it means what are what's worth sacrificing for. Mm-hmm. Passion was a word that was invented to try to describe what Jesus did on the cross. Yeah. And so the word actually means suffering. That's mm-hmm. why it's called the passion of Christ. The movie, you know, like the incredible movie about Jesus's death is and we've kind of flipped it and think of like whatever feels great. But passion actually means What's worth spending your life sacrificing for? Mm-hmm. And that's the question I would invite everybody who's single is take yeah. advantage of this time and say, God, what have you called me to do? What is the passion you've placed in my heart? And let me start pursuing that mm-hmm. now because it's like an opportunity like none other because you don't have a family to take care of. So you can really jump in. I was able to jump in doing music full time yeah. because I only got to take care of me and I cost a lot less than a whole family. <laughs> You know, and right. so it's an awesome opportunity. Like I'm getting so excited because I'm like, take advantage of it. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. And the, you guys, these are only like three benefits. Yeah. There's so many more great things about a season of singleness. And yeah. um, just want to remember that this is a season of your life where you'll have the fewest distractions. Yeah. And God has amazing adventures planned for you as a single person. Yeah. And singleness is like, praised in the Bible. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. 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 It, that's just a remarkable thing to remember. And yeah. I think encouraged. Um, so do you have any, can you think of any like resources or things for single people to? Yeah. I feel like this has been the season of Loveology, the book by John Mark Comer. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> we love that book. We've talked so much this season about um, like dating and uh, in love and marriage and stuff. And this, this book, I uh, just always just read it. It's so yeah, good. He it's talks about singleness in it too. He so. does. Yeah, exactly. So that one, um, I think of a classic um, that's now become almost like a staple and it has not lost any of its relevancy. I don't think at all is wild at heart by John Eldridge. Because yeah. the reason I think that it still is always and probably always will be relevant is because he's talking about the core um, things of what it means to really be a man. Like when God created man, what did he have in mind? There's like some really deep core heart things. Yeah. Um, and then there's yeah. the one for women um, also by John and Stacy of mm-hmm. Captivating. Captivating. Yeah. Yeah. Those were two super influential books. I remember reading Captivating in my singleness and it was like. That was part of self-discovery for yeah. me, of really discovering who I am and who God made me to be and how mm-hmm. he made me. Yeah. It's been out for like 20 years or something, and yet there's still, if you take the time to like read it, it's dynamite. Yeah. Like it's so good. <laughs> um, and then as yeah. always, we have our Love and Lattes resource. Yep. As you guys can go sign up and get a weekly, you know, weekly relationship tips from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um and it's kind of our, this, this, uh, we just talked about the benefits of being single, just a few of them. And so, um, so next week, you know, maybe this singleness, um, season for you is kind of coming to an end. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you've, you've found like a person you're like, man, I think this could be a, a potential person to get married or we want to start dating. You're, you're just going into that dating phase or you feel like yeah. God's like, Hey, now this is the next season for you. Yeah. Um, well, we're, we're going to, um, we're going to talk about that in our next series, um, which we've titled 
healthy and thriving dating. Yeah, There's a lot of confusion around dating. We're like, let's just talk Mm -hmm. about how to do it in a healthy and thriving way. This will be so fun. Uh, I'm super excited. This series is going to be I think we say that about every series. We do. (laughs) We just Um, love, we love (laughs) sharing this stuff with you guys. So we're always going to be excited. Yeah, absolutely. So that'll be uh, starting next week, a brand new series. Awesome. See you guys then. Okay.